So what you're saying is if I draw a penis on Sam and Justin's heads, they will be forever connected to me. I'm Jackie. If only they had thought to install an off button on their futuristic space laser. I'm Justin. It's kind of like magic. If magic completely fucking sucks. I'm Sam, and this is 1991's Highlander 2, either the Quickening or the Renegade Edition on Stinker Madness. Hello and welcome to Stinker Madness. It is 2024, and it is cold! It's so cold! I don't know. Most of our listeners are in California, so I, I'm not really sure what's going on in California this week. I'm assuming it's nice. Uh, it's actually, it's probably like 65, and they're all like, oh, God, we're dying of cold. <laughs> yeah, California. Like three people were like, it's going to be 60, so they just walk out into the street and die of cold. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what do we do? <laughs> we're all going to die. Not it that. Was, it was negative five in the loo today this morning when i got up i went outside and it was negative five windshield that's oh, I, everybody saw the kansas city game last night i'm assuming the well not last yeah night, in the past uh kansas city uh miami afc wild card game and division yeah wild card and the miami dolphins were in no shape to play in that kind of weather yeah and taylor swift Thanks. froze into a yeah. statue there was no, no. swifties literally was- in the streets yeah, thank God she was behind glass and safe in the president's no, she box died, or wherever Jackie. she is. Her and Travis Kelsey both died. America is now in both a civil war and mourning. It's it's weird. It's like it's like Pearl Harbor, but with slavery or something. I don't know. There's just Swifties rolling around with guns, shooting people, going, <laughs> no! Hey, it's me. Brap, brap. <laughs> It's the only Taylor Swift song I know. The title too is "It's Me." Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, um, yeah. It's cold and it sucks. I hope everybody is alive that listens to us. Um, otherwise, it'd be weird for you to listen to a podcast when you're dead. But I guess if there's hey, one know, to ghosts, listen to, yeah, ghosts need entertainment too. Yeah, yeah. Can't make it worse for you. You're dead. Um, on the show this week, currently streaming on Tubi TV and Freevee. Also, apparently, Sam says there's a version the theatrical is on YouTube. Uh, it's Highlander 2, follow-up from our Highlander 1 episode starring Christopher Lambert, uh, Virginia Madsen. Why? Um, not why because I don't want to see her. It's why because you're above this. Uh, Sean Connery, Michael Ironside, that guy from Scrubs. Um, John C. McGinley? John C. McGinley. And uh, I think that pretty much covers the bases. And uh, some bullshit. Oh, st- music by Stuart Copeland. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> so did you notice, I'm because I'm going to forget to talk about this when we get to that point, when they're doing the zip line at the water treatment facility or whatever, mm-hmm. that's all percussion and it sounds very blue. It's like the forerunner to the Blue Man group. Oh, yeah. Okay. Something else. It was, it was seriously, I was like... Oh, yeah, because Blue Man's so awesome, right? Right, right. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. You guys went to that show and were like, this is better than any show I've been to in quite a while. That happened, right? Because that happened to me. No. Not sure why. No, it did not happen to me. I hate the fucking Blue Man group. I want to throw it in the trash. 
but I'm a contrary. Well, don't so. go to their show because after about 10 minutes, you'll be like, oh, this I is have, pretty good. I have been to the Blue Man Group and I, somebody bought me tickets because I was a drummer at the time. And I still am, but not oh. very good. And uh, somebody bought me tickets going, oh, you're going to love this because it's drumming. And I wanted to throw my shoe at it the entire goddamn time. I was in misery. I hate the Blue Man Group. And I've had mm. it crammed down my goddamn throat. Like it, it's uh, I no fuck off. Uh, I'm not gonna. It's just it's shit. I hate it. Nope, 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 nope. Uh, but Stuart Copeland, uh, one of my favorite drummers of all time, formerly of the band called The Police. Jackie, did you know who Stuart Copeland is? Nope. Okay, have you heard of The Police? Don't stand so close to me, Justin. Roxanne, you don't have to put on the red light. Roxanne. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Sting and Billy Joel are coming to the Lou, uh, and tickets for nosebleeds are $250, and Jackie and I will not be in attendance. No, that sounds lame. That sounds lame. And super expensive. Also, is Sting good, or is it just Stuart Copeland and Sting? Is he just, like, writing out this part of his career because of sexual envy, because I guess him and his wife do the Kama Sutra at right. advanced ages? They still do that? You have uh, evidence to that? I mean, I was like peeping in on them last night. Okay. All right. That's good. That's uh, direct evidence. I believe that's what they call in court law. Uh, first account. First, first-hand account. Yeah. First-hand account, which uh, is, uh, the, we should mention court of law because Sam is going to a court of law after getting caught peeping on Sting and Mrs. Sting. Stinger. Do you think that she gets called Mrs. Sting a lot? Like, they don't know what her name is. So Jan like, Sting. Mrs. Sting. <laughs> this is my wife, Jan Sting. <laughs> um, B B E A is her first name? B mm. uh, okay. Uh, yeah. Where were we? Billy Joel Sting. Um, oh, yeah. Is is the are the Stuart police Copeland. good because of Sting, or is it mostly Copeland? That's doing if he, he'd be scoring films. That's okay, the right. thing. This the police are a good band. And yeah, Sting has some decent albums for adult contemporary, mm -hmm. but it's missing those other two guys if you're looking for the police. Okay. All right. All right. Well, still, still a couple yeah, of I don't think I can I don't think I can name a uh, just a sting song. Fields, fields I think all the songs gold. Fields of Fields of Gold. Ho Holly? Fields that of one sucks. <laughs> It's Shakira is, or something. Is Don Henley still alive? I think so, yeah. Hey, Lice would get to that guy so that? far. That should be a three-way with him and Henley with him and Henley and Brian Billy Joel. Because mm. then they could do Fields of Gold. They could do like Fields of Gold New York Minute Medley. Wouldn't that suck? Yeah, that would suck. Was uh Sting in the uh Rod Stewart, Brian Adams? Three Musketeers thing was he the third guy in that uh, all for one and all for love wasn't he he was in that I don't know I ignored that entirely that song yeah, sucks yeah I think he was yeah that song sucks real bad and he's a part of it I, Stuart Copeland was probably like don't call me ever again Sting I I don't know I think Sting was probably the weakest link in the police but Stuart Copeland's in Oysterhead with Les Claypool and. Uh, Trey Anastasio, that yeah. makes him instantly more cool. Very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Stuart Copeland. However, uh, here, I'm not so sure that uh, he belonged in a Highlander movie, which we should circle back to. So, Sam, go ahead and start telling us about Highlander 2. Uh, but On before you do, okay. I should probably should put in my two cents uh, here. Okay. Um, 
just in case the listeners were wondering, last weekend I ran my first half marathon and I completed. Okay. I got a medal. It was awesome. I got my picture taken with uh, the fox from Robin Hood uh-huh. and Baloo the bear and Merlin how, the wizard. How many bears did they have to provide you with? Bears. They don't give you bears unless you run the marathon. No, like I'm not running the marathon unless they provide me with a bear to chase me. <laughs> Dad joke. Dad joke number one on the show. No, yeah, it's, it's, it's yeah. more like it. Sam, because they've got balloons, and if those balloon people mm. catch up to mm-hmm. you, you get swept, and then yeah. you have to ride the bus of shame back to the park. Uh, yeah, Georgie, Georgie chases you. Um, okay, can we do Highlander? Is your two sets done? If you don't make it, the, they're descended upon by Swifties on wheels. Yeah, yeah, like in the Warriors, isn't that one of the gangs? Sam, please talk about Highlander too. Uh, Highlander 2 is a good, on the subject of mulligans, have you ever taken a mulligan and actually had it be not worse than the first shot you did in golf? they are always like, holy shit, I didn't think a golf ball could do that, bad shots. So I went ahead and watched both versions of the movie and watched the featurettes. I cut myself off and didn't watch it again with the... uh, Russell Mulcahy director's commentary on because I got I ran into a copy of this that was the at some point was like, oh, I should we're going to do this at some point. I need to have the director's comment. I feel like I've got enough peripheral that I didn't have to watch it a third time with him talking about it because he kind of spilled most of the beans in the featurette. Okay. So. The Renegade version is not markedly better than the theatric version. That's the in quality, the or- long and the short of it. The quality, it's okay. not any different. It's sh- it's longer. Okay, right. that's it. Okay, uh, I can see why you'd get upset if you're Russell Mulcahy and you walk out of the premiere having only seen the first fifteen minutes because none of that shit was in there to begin with. But I guess what was so. Uh, egregious is that in the theatric version, the court that we're going to get to, they're talking about uh, renegades or whatever, right? No. They are like, we are on planet Zeist. And they mention planet Zeist in passing like four times. What? It doesn't affect any of the things in the movie because, and I'll ask this question later, because in this movie we get like, oh, this is the earth a long time ago, and then somewhere in the movie, somebody says something like 500 years, which completely destroys the timeline for, like, or, like, the movie and how Earth works. Uh, no. We, okay, we've got a problem here that we're gonna have to get into, Sam. Uh, when we start talking about this thing, I don't think any of us know the timeline of this movie, because I do not agree with you at all. Jackie is also confused about the timeline. She doesn't agree with me. Nobody has Okay, there's more timeline problems I have like with how old he is too, so we'll save that for Okay. I'm saving that for a question at the end as well. Um during shooting, what happened here is that they all in the featurette is really heavy on we weren't just going to do a sequel for money because of success of the first film and we talked about how unsuccessful the first film right, was right. a few weeks ago. Uh-huh. Um they they say things like that constantly when you're like no you guys are on a fucking cash grab, right? Um so they wanted to shoot it in Argentina hmm. probably for 
stimulus tax whatever also there's the the most of the industrial areas that look all cool is the waterworks in Buenos Aires. And one of the producers is like, an American audience has never seen anything like this. And I uh, wouldn't have even thought that. No. <laughs> because I'm watching it and I'm like, oh, a spillway. Neat. Yeah. I've right. seen those before. <laughs> um, but that one's in Argentina. Oh, that makes it uh, fancy. Argentina's economy completely collapsed mm -hmm. while they were shooting this movie. And there are reports that the inflation is what ballooned the budget from 14 million to 34 million. Mm. And that's when the bond company steps in and takes the movie away. And I guess you can be upset about that. I think you should be upset if you go over budget by like 50%. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Actually, that's a lot. That's a lot. If you go over budget by 25% and the bond company comes in and tries to take it away, I feel like you can be like, okay, don't take it away. It's only 25%. We're going to tighten our belts here. Star Wars. Star Wars. If you've gone, he, uh, Empire Strikes Back more than anything, but he took out private loans on that shit. Right. So the bond company did not have to step in because he would have been like, if I don't take out these private loans, the bond company is going to step in. That's, but that's what I'm saying. Uh, that's what the, the all these shitty directors, uh, that's their excuse. Like, hey, Star Wars, Star Wars did it. Let me do it. Like, this is going to be Star Wars. get an independent loan. And he's like, no, have you read this are you, script? Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> are you crazy? Not my cash. No. Um, <laughs> when you're over budget by more than the original budget the bond company's going to step i'm concerned that the bond company didn't step in earlier right yeah, no shit um and i don't know to, to what figure that is of the um of the 34 million how much they went over and how much had to be spent to complete it because i believe that the either Earth's distant past of steampunk and Dune or planet Zeist was not shot by Mulcahy. What was, was a set that was 70 feet tall and almost 1,000 yards long. It's a big set. That's a really big set. Lambert says to this day he's never seen a set that big, which I'm like, yeah, that's the main walk in Universal Studios. That's mm -hmm. a that's almost a mile. Yeah. It's a big that's huge. It's not even close to um, a mile, but okay. It's a thousand yards. A thousand yards yard dash, feet. isn't that a mile? You said a thousand feet. No, I I'm a thousand yards. They said it was over three football fields. Half, a thousand yards. Mile. It's a half mile. No, a thousand yards is a mile. No. A thousand yards would be three thousand feet. A mile is fifty two fifty feet. You said, yeah, okay, never mind. They don't do a thousand yard dash, do they? I don't think so, and I don't know why we're even talking about it. Eight hundred's half a mile. Yeah, on the nose. Okay. Yeah. Doesn't matter. So I don't think that the inflation is sort of to blame. I think that they just got their money stolen from them. I think that half of the budget of this movie was just stolen by Argentinians that were on a different cash grab when their finances collapsed, because every penny. That Lambert made for this movie, he was conned into reinvesting into this uh, business portfolio Bitcoin. in Buenos uh, Buenos coin, like <laughs> Buenos my coin. <laughs> Goodbye. Um, so every cent that he made 
uh, was donated, not donated, but given to some men who stole it from him. So I feel that the, the lots of money was stolen when this movie was being made quite poorly. Um, so that's where Lambert Productions comes in. Where do they come in? Because Does that was in the lamb- credits. Oh, oh, lamb. It says L A M B and then bear, like lamb bear. Yeah, lamb mm-hmm. bear. Yeah, they could have just done that to appease him because when he was presented with the rewritten scenes, he walked off, and then they reminded him that he'd never work again if he did that. So he came back. Hold on, I'm just going um, to get my glasses. I'll skip ahead in the uh, boring bullshit because I got some other stuff on the production. But there's all this talk of like beginning, middle, end. What what in the we're making a story, not just a sequel cash grab. And we're so upset that this was re- rewritten. Years later, Ironside got interviewed about this. And he's like, oh, fuck that bullshit. Everybody thought it was dumb as fuck. We were all doing it for the money. I He, he said that he when he first got the script, he's like, no, this was written by a 13-year-old boy. I'm not mm-hmm. doing it. And they're like, will you do it for this much? And he's like, fuck yeah. And then they're like, "Is it might be dumb. And he's like, no, this is going to be fucking dumb. So I'm going to be dumb time with a thousand. I'm going to be so dumb on screen that I'm the equal the dumbness of the script, which is odd because I don't think he even holds a candle to Clancy Brown in the first. No, one. absolutely not. Unfortunately, yeah, it's too bad. Right. Yeah, maybe he just doesn't have it. <laughs> which, we didn't you know, know they were both in uh, it, right? Starship Troopers, and we both loved them in Starship Troopers. They probably talked about this and then like high fived and dialed it to thirteen. Yeah. Um. The swords, uh, Ironside swords weighed 22 pounds. Good God. Uh, Lambert refused to use fake swords. And they cut each other's fingers off at some point. Oh, okay. Lambert lost a, the he cut down to the bone on Lambert's finger. And then Lambert almost cut off uh, Ironside's thumb. And then apparently with the hilt of the sword, he dislocated his jaw. And this is Russell Mulcahy saying this, but on set. They wanted to keep shooting, so Ironside made Christopher Lambert punch his jaw back in. (laughs) If that's real, it's awesome. Punch it back in. I'm afraid I can't do that. That seems not. Another thing I found odd was that was that um, uh, Mulcahy doesn't call him Christopher or Mister Lambert. He calls him Christoph. So perhaps a new huh. wrinkle in the the mythos that is the Lambert is that he actually goes by Kristoff. Or maybe that guy's just a dick. I don't think Russell Mulcahy's a dick. He seems nice. I think you should call people by their names. I don't I don't like it when people call other people like no, my name's Christopher. Well, okay, Kristoff. It just I don't know. Well, it sounds assholey to me more than like Maybe. Well, I think when they're like, "Oh, Bobby the Nero, he and I were getting some sandwiches. That's when it's really fucked up. But whatever. Um, So more Lambert uh, business because he's legally blind. Refused to let anybody do any of his stunts. Okay. Uh, That wire work setup that Mm -hmm. they used for the flying business and the quote unquote hoverboard. <laughs> that's actually going to get recycled directly with its exact setup for the hoverboards in uh, back to the future Two. It is the same setup. I don't think that's that checks crazy. out because back to the future Two came out in 1988, dude. 
90 night back to the future two yeah 92 those, those were no not a chance not a chance seven years between the two no not a chance and i know three came out the year after back to the future two because they filmed them subsequently so i i'm gonna i'm gonna call some bullshit right there man big time those were 80 so movies. they said that uh they got it from the crew that did superman and that it went to back to the future two and then back to the future two was uh released in 1989 okay so i was off by a year which but, is yeah. two years before this, so that must have been the same setup from Back to the Future 2. And then came to What a here, bunch of I'm it. Guessing. it th- so this goes with the rest of the nonsense, and the, they're just making all this shit up. Yeah. Bunch of assholes. And then Sam uh, Raimi also used that, them five years later to make Spider-Man. I'll get you, Spider-Man. Because <laughs> they're goblin gliders, Sam. They're not fucking hoverboards. They're goblin gliders. It's the same it's goddamn the same thing. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, so Lambert's supposedly an onset stalwart. He refuses to have full medical attention, just get stitches for his finger so they can keep shooting. That's side A of the coin. Side B of the coin is he allegedly missed nine days of shooting doing from hooker hangovers. Okay. Apparently, the bus would come in, take these boys to Buenos Aires, and they would not come back whole. It would just be a pile of man mush that had done it all in Whoa. Buenos Aires the night before. Wow. So which which story is true or is it somewhere in between? Like, just stitch me up. I've already missed nine days from the hookers. <laughs> I did it for a paycheck and a good time. A good time. Virginia Madsen said the only reason that she did this is that she'd never been to Argentina. <laughs> Okay. You know, they have That's planes, it. Virginia. You know, you can just go there. Yeah, but you get to go for free. And then she's like, oh, no. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> uh, John C. McGinley mm-hmm. claims that when he was shooting this, there was a lot of tomfoolery going around. So he decided that he was going to play his character as an impersonation of Orson Welles. And he said that I impersonated huh. Orson Welles rather poorly yeah. and regret it. I it was a bad choice. Didn't make that connection at all. Because I, he couldn't. And he just, he just his voice is higher. It doesn't yeah, work, no, right? That's it, the worst Orson Welles impression I've ever seen out of the five yeah. I've seen. One of them being my own. So then, yes, we've got Highlander 2, The Quickening, which... In the version of the theatric version, they just kind of toss quickening in, mm-hmm. like in the beginning when they're like, we're on planet Zeist, da, 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 planet Zeist. Also, Highlander, remember the quickening. It's like delivered like that by Connery. Wow. And you're like, oh, I guess we're doing that because that's the name of this movie that is named this, which would ignore what the quickening is from the first one. And the problem with the quickening is, on our first episode of Highlander, our biggest problem with the plot was, what the fuck is the quickening? And the here, quickening they're was like just the gathering of them to quicken up only being one. Yeah, but it's, it was stupid. It made no sense. We couldn't figure out why the quickening even is even a thing. 
Well, guess what? This isn't going to help us make any sense of anything because Highlander 3 completely ignores that this movie ever happened. And also, if they got like close together, they could have like mini quickenings, something like that. That no, the quickening is just the gathering. No, because the, when Hastings... they're running on the beach where, where Sean Connery's on the horse and Lambert's running, he's getting the quickening because, hey, you're next to me. We're, you're getting, sh- we're stronger okay, together. Fucking no, then whatever. No, it's stupid. And they're like, people love the quickening so much that we should have a movie. No, the the thing that people love about is there can only be one and heads are going to get cut off. Name it. Highlander 2, heads are coming off. That's That will put the pe- button seats. The quickening? What the hell is it? Yeah. Well, in the series, they call it the quickening when you cut somebody's head off and then you get the surge of power. They just were like, this has been screwed up so much that we're just going to do this right now. Highlander the series, this is what a quickening is. Many quickenings. Also, and quickenings even are reviews, because people's head come off. Yeah. Also, in this one, people's heads just fucking fall off. They just come right off. They just come right off. I mean, like, I don't know how these Zeisters or old Earthiers or whatever they are have walked around without their heads just fucking coming off. Yeah, I'm, I'm scared to go outside because it seems like a strong gust of wind will just take this, the old noggin right off and... Put it over there, and I need it uh, where it's at right now. That's what Petey's problem was (laughs) in Dumb and Dumbers. He was a Highlander bird. bird. (laughs) Just came right off. (laughs) Petey. God rest Petey. R.I.P. What else you got, Sam? That's pretty much it, that they went down to Argentina, got all their money stolen, remade the movie. I don't know how they got to do this. And they didn't remake a lot of it, but they reshot. So we shot, uh, we saw the version that is basically the only version allowed to be reproduced is the one that Mulcahy did. And they've actually done this one again. So you can get this, I think, on Blu-ray mm. and they've redone the visual effects to it, mm-hmm. which I'm just like, why? Mm. Why are we still beating this dead horse? Because I watched both of them. And the only difference is, is this one's longer. And we're doing this one because I think this one's worse because it's longer. Yeah, right. Like, it's not good. There was never a good movie in here. And I, I don't think. I read when I was trying to figure out what the differences were, uh, whatever the source was, I can't remember. I think it was somebody on IMDb said that the Renegade version was intended to tie the first one in better than the theatrical release did. And I found that to be not the case at all. Other than they're not from planet Zeist. Like, that seems to be the thing that pisses everybody off, off is that they're aliens and not immortal that humans from the before times. See, I, the, neither of them make sense. I, that's just They don't make any sense, which makes me wonder what happens. Because I've seen all this shit, and now I can't remember for the life of me what even happens in Highlander 3 other than MVP shows up. Yeah. All right, well, we're uh, on the clock, so let's get into this. Um, Now, I want to remind everybody that we watched the Renegade version. So if you haven't seen that, maybe there's some differences that are in your mind about what I'm about to say. But there is an opening scroll at the beginning of this movie, including a title card of four numbers that says 2024. Which is also why I picked this movie, because it's this year. Yeah, it, this, this is happening now. The takes right place now is happening now. Now, uh, it's like 
speaking of Back to the Future, when Back to the Future 2 happened was 2015, and we were all like, hey, where's my hoverboard, bitch? We didn't get them. Where's my hoverboard? Um, So they say that the ozone layer has been depleted, and at the last minute, mankind built an Iron Man-style Earth shield to knock those UV rays back into space where they belong rather than in your eyeballs. Uh, so no more tans. That's kind of a bummer. And uh, also no more photosynthesis and everybody fucking dies, but whatever. Yeah. How do they make food? Ja- that was Jackie's question. I said the microwave. Bing. <laughs> because yeah. that, believe it or not, this, this story has... That, that joke has revelance because my son had some scientific quandary that like what do we do what happens if we do this and i was like well then all the foods cease to exist he's like well how do we make it i don't know you tell me he says the microwave so, <laughs> it's funny funny how do you make it uh yeah and so they put this uh shield in the uh uh it's on some sphere, uh, the ionosphere, whichever the one the lowest is, because we talk about that later. And that's all good. But they're like, it may not be needed anymore. Because I don't know. I guess people stopped using hairspray. Hairspray. That was a real wool over the eyes situation, wasn't it? Yeah. I guess. I don't know. Yeah, it's your hairspray that made the hole in the ozone layer, not the U.S. and Russia blowing it up with nukes. Yeah. What's that? I think we're going to call it the ozone layer. Have we shot a nuke at it yet? (laughs) Uh, No. We'll see what this ozone layer is made out of. That son of a bitch in magnetic field didn't seem to to care about the nukes one bit. (laughs) Okay. So we got a night at the opera, and uh, that's where we find Connor McLeod of Clan McLeod, and he's given up on wrestling, I guess. <laughs> he doesn't like the opera either. He doesn't he's like the opera. Asleep. Oh, I miss wrestling. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to fucking burn this question now. Why the fuck is he so old? It's been 25 years. Yeah, it's been 25 years because it's also revealed that he later. Or no, 30 years. No, no. 30 well, years. 20, 29. No, 25. 29 it was 1999. Years. 1999 when the shield went up and he was a young man. Well, he was immortal up until 1985. Wait, and what? I'm going to think that he was like. Because doesn't the first one take place in 1985? Yeah. So that's oh, yeah. when he starts aging. Yeah, that's right. That he gives that up. But because of the stuff in the front end, you figure he's like 21. Uh-huh. Right. Maybe like 19. Uh-huh. So he's like 48. Yeah. And he looks like it's he's like 48. 84. So he's 96. Yeah. I don't What the fuck? No, it doesn't the timeline doesn't add up. Uh, for that. But I will say surprisingly is everything else that looks stupid in this movie. The uh, old people makeup for this time of, I thought he looked good. I mean, not good. I thought he looked like an old guy. I thought the makeup was yeah, well it done. Was, it was very well done. Apparently, they had some real problems with him, okay? He said that it was so hot in Buenos Aires that it just kept slipping down his face. Mm. He couldn't see out of it. The and Giuliani. Like, but he can't see anyway, so just keep shooting. Yeah, right, right. Not a lot to say yet, huh, Jackie? You saving it up? Nothing's happening. Okay, all right. He's old and bored. He's just a, 
He's an in, old fart that falls asleep twice during the opera and has flashbacks to how him and Sean Connery ended up on Earth. Wouldn't you, uh, you know, who can blame him? Falling asleep at the opera, you know, I'm right there with you, Well, buddy. you know, <laughs> and then Sean Connery's like, you're going to lead these people. But first, we have to dip our fingers into my pee-pee, and I get to draw a dick on your she, head. This, and now we're forever the, connected. Now that she said it, she's not going to have anything else to talk about for the rest of the movie. Because for the last two hours, all I've heard is he drew a dick on his forehead. Like, it's, like it's please take my wife, comedy. Like, that's mm-hmm. Jackie's now thing. Sean Connery drew a penis on Christopher Lambert's forehead. End of movie. <laughs> can't move on from it she loves it so much did you know that sean connery has only played two characters more than once and this is one of them hmm. and Why the other this one's one? james bond wow what trivial prowess you have jackie <laughs> <laughs> thank you i thought that one went without saying but go ahead say it <laughs> Well, you know, I barely know any facts about movies. So when I do get one that's, you know, kind of a softball, I have to take it. I mean, The Green Knight and King Arthur, I mean, they're not the same character, but the same lore, I guess, you know. But they're different characters. Uh, no, he's he's done uh, uh, Zardoz and uh, that movie with Catherine Zeta-Jones. That was the same character. Shared universe. <laughs> laser butt? I don't remember. What was that? Was laser, it Entrapment? Laser but butt I don't remember. Zardoz. Yeah, the Entrapment movie uh, trailer was just like lasers, butts, and I was like, I'm there. And then I didn't make it for whatever reason. You <laughs> never showed up. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, so uh, they are on like Abraxas, and I... The, the Renegade version basically says that it's Earth, that because of the ozone layer being depleted, this is what things look like for like six months before they get the shield up and it goes back to yeah. it just becomes Gotham. The difference between this and the theatric version is strictly that they use different planet in the dialogue. And they didn't make it look Dooney in post-production, so it's just normal looking. So why? Also, I said Abraxas, not Araxis. Arrakis. I like Abraxas Abraxis. better because, just, you know, the governor. Yeah. Um, Wait, no, he's not the governor. He's the the body governor. The bodinator. Jesse, uh, the body Ventura. Yeah. Um, right? So how do they explain in the theatrical release what these Scottish, the Scottish guy and this... Spain, Spanish man from Greece uh, are doing in space. They're staging a rebellion in their <laughs> home world of... How'd they, how'd they get up there? They're from there. But they're not. We already saw... They are. Just in the last movie that they're from Scotland and Spain via Greece. No, their memory got erased when they got beamed in. What the fuck? That is nonsense. That is absolute it's nonsense. Wait, what's what's dumber though? I'm burning a question for later. What's dumber, them being from another planet or them being from a distant past that archaeology can't find its steampunk roots in? Because there's like a dirigible yeah, there's like airship. A, there's like a that cool romantic in. feel to the latter. Just having them be from space is just button like not creative and. 
Like, we don't need an origin story for immortals. They're immortal. They've been around here forever. Okay, that's their origin. Stop overthinking it. No, they've got superpowers. They must be from fucking space. Fuck off. Well, how the fuck are they supposed to pull this off without either one of these things, though? Yeah, that's the second one. The one that's from the first movie. They're immortals. That's just it. They don't need yeah, to be but from fucking he was space. Born in the first one. He's only like 500 and something years old in the first one. Do they just like zap you forward into time to like whenever and then you're like born again? It doesn't. Like, eh, it doesn't no, I'm an ancient coup d'etat. It doesn't Man make any sense. Milk. That, like the space angle, this had to have been retconned. It had to have been because it doesn't yeah. make sense. They are from It doesn't Earth. make sense. The This shitty post-apocalyptic boat that they're talking in is it's on earth and it's the desert now because it's post-apocalypse and this is the before time before he puts up the ionosphere shield thing but also no this is supposed to be before dinosaurs or some bullshit what it makes less sense than no it's before human history it makes it it makes less sense why are they on a big boat then they're talking on like a freighter the whole of a freighter that's why the fucking Bond company was like, this doesn't make any sense. Make them from space. It'll make more sense. It makes less. Just delete it. It's unnecessary. Then you've only got 20 minutes of movie. Okay. <laughs> That's, we can work with that. <laughs> we can work with that. Jackie, are they from space? Or is this before I dinosaurs? Care. I don't fucking care. Just move on. God damn. Oh, somebody's getting pissy about this. Uh-oh. Highlander 2. Uh... The angering. <laughs> I don't. It's just, uh, uh, yeah, just listening to you two bicker is enough to make my head explode because I'm kind of <laughs> like, you know, I I thought that I knew what was going on, but then you guys both make valid points, and now my head is just kind of going, fuck, fuck, fuck. What is it? What is it? Ten years to- of us trying to figure out what the movie is about, and she's giving up, Sam. <laughs> Today's the day. Yep, she's, she's like, I, I went to Buenos Aires with Lambert <laughs> last night. My head's killing me. <laughs> okay, this is, I'll, uh, I'll just decide for us. <clears throat> this is another planet mm. that's like Earth mm-hmm. that eventually turns into Earth mm-hmm. because it collides with Earth okay. later on right. down the All line. Right. <laughs> But they know that they just that, get shot um, out the windshield onto the other one. We oh, we're yeah. on this planet now, and they know that Earth in the future is going to be a shithole uh-huh. because you know the other Highlanders that they've sent there have told them so in pen pal writing. Yeah, um, and so they're like, yeah, just send one to the shithole, and then eventually we'll run into them and we'll kill them. Mm, okay, it'll be fun. Okay, but before we get there, um, you know, we'll make them immortal and they have to deal with all the shitheads that live on this planet. It makes just as much sense as either of the things Sam or I said, because it makes no goddamn sense. So it makes no goddamn sense. We will move on. Uh, anyways, Michael Ironside's there. He's this guy named Katana. He's pissed off at the guys that are in the boat for some reason. I, I Anybody have a clue why he's pissed off at people? Uh, these are the monks from the Beastmaster mm, right. that hang themselves yeah. immediately when Zed sells them to. Yeah. But why are they attacking? But What's their? They're staging a coup. What? Of boat guys? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then the court's guys- like, "Yeah, your coup failed because you suck. You're. We are not going to kill you. We're going to send you to exile 
either here in Earth mashup, the future Earth, or a different planet called Earth, depending on where you think we're from. Mm-hmm. So close your eyes while we put this strobe light in front of your face to make you disoriented so we can send you to the correct area. Oh, and we go, you guys are moving so fast. When Katana attacks, he's got both artillery and swords. Like, that's their weaponry. He's got explosions and guys with swords. Well, I think that whoever made this really liked Dune. Swords? They're like, man, we've really fucking screwed the pooch on this production already. But we could get it back if we just steal some shit from Dune. And it didn't work. Fire the artillery at guys that have swords. And also run at the guys that have swords while I fire our artillery. Sir, can we just stay here and watch them get blowed up by our artillery? No, you have a sword. Get down there. All guys that have swords get blowed up by artillery. We're on your side. I understand hey. that. I gave you a sword. Go to where the sword guys get blown up. Well, do and they have to chop off their heads so that there can only be one? No, because not yet. Yeah, they're they're not immortals. That's just the exile people. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. God okay. damn it. No, they uh, can. They're, they're still decapitatable here. I don't know if these are just like peons that are dying or if this is a thing where they just like blow the fuck out of each other, all come back to life and do it again next Thursday. Because they do say, like, is it your way? Because Ironsides is an immortal. They're immortals. I'm assuming the sword judges are immortals. Uh-huh. So they just fucking blow each other up and do it again next Thursday. Yeah. It's like Civil War reenactors. Only with more gore, because they yeah. don't die from yeah, it. Yeah, they don't die from gore. They probably get fussy, like, you blew my dick off! <laughs> <laughs> no, you shoot me in the chest, damn it. No cock shots! <laughs> no cock shots, it takes forever to grow back. Grew back weird last time. I had to blow it off myself. Took a mulligan on my junk. <laughs> Okay, so uh, yeah, he gets t- he takes McLeod down into the sewer, and uh, there he's like, uh, "I don't like your style, bro. I'm so I'm gonna crush this snake in front of you." And Christopher Lair's like, "Hey, that's mean. <laughs> like that's his motivation for the rest of the movie. Is he gets this look on his face, like, my God, that man crushed a snake in front of me for no reason." For no reason. He's a jerk. <laughs> what a He says that in the movies. He does. Like, Looks like you're still a jerk. <laughs> wow. Way to fucking shake me down, buddy. <laughs> so, yeah, they get exiled by these telepathic judges who say that they're going to send him and Ramirez, who was a guy in uh, into the future, into 1999, not the Scottish Highlands. Or the before time where you could live in Greece and then move to Spain. It's 19, you're getting sent to 1999. No, they're supposed to be getting sent to the beginning of the story of the first movie. Because they both, when the flash comes on, it takes, uh, uh, Lambert gets teleported, or do we see him get teleported? But either way, Sean Connery gets teleported to a modern production of Hamlet in Scotland. No. No, that's later. No. That's after. So 
That's later when at one point old Lambert's running around. And we can just do, because we're already like 40 minutes in here. So I'm just going to do what the theatric version of the movie does for this part is they turned this shit into like a fucking three minute montage and got us to the first fight. So I'm going to commend them for that. So, uh, old Lambert is running around pre fight because after they get sent to the future, they see that, Oh no, Lambert hasn't chosen to die old yet, even though he's not looking very good Mm -hmm, for a 48 year old guy. Right. Uh, we need, and then Ironsides is like, I need assurance for this. So I'm going to send in my porcupine assassins. The hedgehog bros. The hedgehog bros. This also assumes that then Clancy Brown was the first assassin that he sent. Okay. The Kurgan. That doesn't and these guys are like one ladder up. These guys are not better than the Kurgan. They're not. They suck. They're porcupine flyers. Yeah, they're porcupine Goblins, porcupine, goblin, green goblins. Um, anyways, so meanwhile, uh, this group called Cobalt, which is a crack team of enviro hackers, I guess, or whatever, enviro terrorists, whatever. Um, they're breaking into shield control because they are also under the suspicion that shield, the shield is not necessary. And people don't like the shield on account of it killed all the food and they all died. Or yeah, they all died. It's just night all the time. Like it, and nobody ever says out loud, like we got to take the shield down because it's screwing us over or anything. They just don't like it. Yeah. In well, the, that in the they theatric- have to pay for oxygen. They have to pay for oxygen. Yeah. Why yeah. do they have to pay for oxygen? Because don't you remember the street bomb that comes up to Lambert and he's like, hey, got any change for the oxygen machine? Guy's got to breathe, right? And he like looked at him and he's like, oh, wait, you're McLeod. And then he, he, sorry, sir. And he backs away from him. Sorry, sir. You're the one that did this to us. A byproduct of having a space shield is that there's no more oxygen unless you- Well, there's no more fucking plants. Well, right. But so he also- Invented a system to recycle oxygen at the same time and charge for it? No. He just invented that's a space That's somebody shield. else. Yeah, that's stupid. It has nothing to do it's, with him. It's dumb. <laughs> it's dumb. Let's get to one of my favorite parts of the movie. Okay. So after he about gets mugged, he goes into a bar and he puts the money in the jukebox and starts playing Who Wants to Live Forever by Queen. Yep. That's the part that Jackie likes the most. Okay, back at Cobalt, they have realized, after breaking in and turning on a button, that above the sphere uh, shield that the radiation levels are normal. So they now know it's all bullshit. Uh, Some of them get away. Not really. It's just mostly Louise, played by Virginia Madsen. uh, And uh, uh, she opens up a note that says, uh, if you ever need to speak to... Connor McLeod of Clan McLeod or space. Um, go to this bar. He'll be there hanging out, what, I guess, forever, just listening to yeah. Who Wants to Live Forever. Uh, that's what he does. He reminisces about Queen from the first movie when he wasn't from space. And uh, even though Stuart Copeland was here for this one, he could have been sitting in there drinking some fine scotch and been like, Roxy! <laughs> Or Blue Man Group stuff. <laughs> have you seen these guys? They have a lady with an electric dress. <laughs> uh, 
Um, yeah, so he's there. She shows up, uh, and but there's also like some sky stuff happening. I I think I think it's the the Hedgehog brothers are getting teleported in the future, and they come from space. They come from space, but they're from the past. But the space shit was done shield. independently from the original production. So when they did the Renegade version, they had to use that same footage. So they're getting shot from the planet Zeist, whether Mulcahy Into, likes it or not. Through the shield that yeah, the sun's yeah. solar, the most powerful force in all of the solar system can't get not through. Not as but powerful as the porcupine guys bros. Guys on hoverboards just punch right through it. <laughs> yeah, punch right through. And so he like the sky is flashing and he's like, Oh no, it's happening again. Uh, he gets the sense like shit because this other lady is like, you're an asshole for charging us for air or the shield or whatever. I don't care. Uh, and she hits him with the bottle and he heals, but he's old, which means that because the shield has a brief flare up, I guess it's enough UV space radiation. The yellow sun of planet Earth is giving Cal L some of his powers back. I don't no, fucking know. No, because the porcupine immortals are there now, so he can't be the only one. So now he's stuck being an old guy. Yeah, but why or does he bullshit. suddenly heal when she? Because he's not the only one now. His gift has been taken That's from him. He has to cut their. So he's now immortal again. Oh, once there's another so immortal on the planet, now he's immortal again. Your bro show up. That's so yeah. dumb. It's dumb. <laughs> Is it though? I mean, think about that fairy tale where the queen. <laughs> yes, it is. Uh, where the queen takes the village children and she bathes in their blood to stay young. Okay. What? It, it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Not at all. Uh, That'd yes, be like it is. if the queen he was old and her her in law showed up to visit and she's like, "I'm young again." Yeah. That would be a direct comparison, yeah. not murdering children. And bathing in their blood. And bathing in their blood. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, technically, he does kind of bathe in their blood, because after he chops their heads off, he does get a little bit of spray on him. They're not children, though. They're douches. They're douches. Flying <laughs> douches. <laughs> All right, so Louise, she shows up, jumps in his Porsche, and uh, she's like, I'm not getting out of here. And he's like... Your decision is a bad one because I'm old and I can't see and I am driving a Porsche, but hang on to your butt. And he drives all fucking crazy. And the Goblin brothers, they show up and start talking shit and shooting their guns off and blowing everything up and going, because they're fucking stupid. And he's like, oh, no, bad guys uh, here. You need to hide mortal woman. There's a perfectly in the good dumpster. dumpster. <laughs> She's like, really in here? Yes, this is the best place. The dumpster. The Not dumpster. the diner that they're right in front of. Like, don't go into the diner. Go into the dumpster. There's just people milling about and going on about their day all over this set. And he's like, get in the dumpster. She's like, well, how about I just go over there with those other people? No, dumpster. <laughs> dumpster. Well, he's kind of right because there's one guy that's just like, <laughs> Fucking, a uh, fucking about doing whatever, and he like notices one of the porcupine brothers later, and he, the guy just shoots him. So blows his ass up. It's hilarious. Yeah. Hey, buddy, can I get a light? I said to the guy flying through the sky on a surfboard. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna go well. <laughs> Here's your light. You just fly it's by you. you. <laughs> 
Um, eventually, it, their their fight ends up on top of a train, and he kicks the one guy. He kicks the porcupine bro off the train. The train runs right through his neck, and his head pops right off. Electricity shoots through the ground, and oh, I think this is the quickening. It's not yet. It doesn't. This part doesn't become the quickening until the series. I don't think. Okay. All right. But either way, he the quickening did. by the definition, I think, of the first movie mm-hmm. when he healed and he felt their presence. That was the quickening. And, oh, God damn it! It doesn't make fucking sense. Anyways, electricity shoots through him just like in the first movie. He goes ah, ah, ah and the buildings explode all over the place because whenever. Well, occasionally when you cut a guy's head off and he's immortal and you get his power, uh, it blows up buildings. Other times you just go, oh, nice. That felt okay. <laughs> yeah. It's like a- this is the part where his clothes become immortal as well. Yeah, right. Because everything blows up and he just like catches on fire and walks out and his clothes are fine. Yep. Now he's a young but guy. he is young. Yep. Back to, back to being young, Lambert. Uh, so he jumps on a goblin glider. And starts shmevin' around while the other goblin, or the other porcupine bro, has switched to, uh, like, the bat glider system, where he uh, just has wires that are holding him in place and kind of just yeah. scoots around town aimlessly. Ha-ha! <laughs> I'm, I'm flying. You can't get me. <laughs> I am also flying. Oh. I mean, this, this, this is scene such a, is so stupid. This should have been a warning to... Uh, the Wachowskis for how dumb it was going to look when Channing Tatum yeah, was no shit, huh? sky skating, because this is basically just the same and it's dumb. I just think like maybe this, this guy saw 1989's Batman and was like, I can do that. I can do some of that. Cause there's like this Batman-y feel to this whole scene. Like it's the It's everything's wet there. It's very Gotham-y looking. And then you got this flying fucking dude just kind of schmevin around like he's fucking Batman. They leave his turns in a couple of the shots, Mm -hmm. and it looks awful Yeah, because it's too slow. And it's also like he actually did it right, and they're like, oh, he did it right. We should leave that in there. And it's like, no, just catch him, turn him around, and shoot him in the other direction. Yeah, it looks stupid. Don't put that part in. (laughs) He's turning around slowly in air. No, he would just fall to the ground like a brick. (laughs) (coughs) <coughs> porcupines can't fly um so mcleod he gets a trip line and he trip lines his head off and uh it's like some rope that's not yeah. even very good and that guy's head just falls off it's just duke don't 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 and then he flies into like an electrical box because of course he's not dead from his head coming off enough so his body's got to fly into an electrical box get all zapped and then fall to the ground in flames because his head came off earlier guys he's dead yeah he gets quick or he gets the power whatever from that his guy body too. should have quit while it was not a head holding body so here we go sean connery now is yeah, right sean connery. Wait, no 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 okay. no okay. we have to discuss because okay. he does this we don't go to sean connery and come back before they Yes, we do. Bang on oh, yes, the wall. Do. You okay, think I fine. don't have that in my notes, Sam? It's I right. got a time. We're not okay. But Sean Connery teleports onto a Hamlet stage. A guy is performing Hamlet. 
There's modernly dressed people out in the crowd, and Sean Connery teleports there because he was called. Like, like uh, during this fight, McLeod was like, Ramirez, you said we were bros on Abraxas. Uh, and if I needed help, I call your name and you show up, which teleports him to Scotland. Yeah, onto a Only it's stage. way, it's way dumber than that. He just runs right goes Ramirez, my old friend, my old <laughs> friend Ramirez. So I, I, uh, he's got. They did the man marriage earlier, because that's what that was, right? Just two dudes. Getting Drawing married. kicks on their foreheads. They didn't even do that. They like got wet fingers and touched hands. Yeah, and then Sean Connery drew a dick See, on just gonna, Lambert. It's what she's got. What she brought today. It's dick it's on like, foreheads. That's where this goes. Yep. Either way, yes. Now that they're in their either earth smashed immortal former human race immortal or zeistian planet immortal man union of golden glowy cup they can summon one another throughout the universe beyond death well he did yell his name a bunch when he was getting the quickening with the second porky behind guy he killed so I'm kind of thinking he gave that plus one to the Ramirez to bring him back. Oh, that's an interesting idea. Like that could almost make sense. I don't. Well, okay, t- t- hang on to that thought, Jackie. It doesn't. Let, They're man married, and he gets to summon it. Let's that's hang, what happens hang in the on movie. to that thought because that does not make sense, Sam. Um, okay. So, but the rest of it does. That's what I'm saying. We got to try to figure this out. We can't just quit like Jackie yeah. wants to. This is a nonsensical movie. We have got to try to figure this shit out because nobody else is going to do it. Nobody else is going to take the time to fucking figure out how to enter two. We're going to get it done today. And I think Jackie just cracked the code. Um, so, Louise, uh, she's like, hey, the, uh, those guys' heads came off that were flying around like fucking Willem Dafoe. Uh, and you're young. And I'm so fucking horny right now. He just bangs her on a wall. In the featurette, Russell Mulcahy, he's like, I call this scene the wall bang now. Wall bang. And it's And it's I'm like, gross, why dirty, did you leave it wet, in there? Drippy, brick, dingy, city, Gotham wall. The Bond Company saw fit to delete this scene, and I would have as well. There you go. Good job, Bond Company. This this was uh, done. This, this is why stupid. I think why I want to do this version of it because I think that of all of the stuff that happens with this movie and how stupid it is, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. this is the most egregious offense that this movie makes. And I love it. I was like, they're just gonna bang on the wall. Okay, what the fuck ever? Oh, they're huh, going out. How at about it right that? There. There's like people coming out from shelters from everything getting blown up. We're trying to go back on about their day. They're counting how many heads are on the ground. And over there, they're like, that's a lady getting fucked against a wall. And then he he just like blows his wad in like eight pumps or something. (laughs) And she's like, yeah, that was good, I guess. Sorry, he's like, that's what, how it plays. <laughs> it plays that like, he's just like, I am immortal again. I must bang you. And then he does. And he does a shitty job. And she's like, that was cool. I guess. 
Why leave that in? <laughs> oh, Whose idea was it? It's bad. I don't know. The only thing I can think of is that Virginia Madison's obviously gorgeous. And maybe they, like, that was the sexy. Uh, gotta maybe sell a few more tickets if there's implied. But I they didn't. Know. They took that part out of the theatrical version yeah, no because shit, it was, good, it was it stupid. Sucks. It's so stupid. Damn it. Okay, so either way, they go back to her place or his place. I'm not real sure because he was a rich guy. I don't it's know his place. Yeah. And, she uh, goes snooping later and finds all of his past lives or whatever. And she, like, uh, dialogues the plot, and it doesn't help at all. I still am fucking confused about what's going on because she says that if guys come, he's immortal and he can go into the past. But if he stays here and dies, he can go back into the past. And there's guys involved and I'm still scratching my head because it's just makes more sense. If let's just stick with the thing where he's immortal. And if he gets his head cut off, he's dead. That's it. That's all. And you, you get his, there can only be one. That's it. It's good enough. Leave it there, but they don't anyways, Ramirez, he's at the tailor. And uh, he gets a clothing montage. Yep. James Bond in a clothing montage like this was fucking mannequin. Wow. And it's snarky, too, because he's like. Oh, or the guy's like, uh, usually it takes us three weeks to tailor his suit. And he's, so you must not understand. He's like, no, well, I do understand. And then he hands him his earrings and they're like, chop, chop, man. We've got snark to perform. And it's goofy and stupid. And he is dressed like a Scotsman now. Because, because he is one. Is the movie trying to tell us? Like, uh, forget that part where we said earlier that he was a Spaniard from Greece. Uh, no, he's Scottish now. He's a Highlander. No, Lambert's a, a Highlander. He's a Scottish Highlander. He's a Toyota a Highlander. High what? He's, He's a, a High you're Lord. A, you're you're just, a towel. Yeah, you're a towel. No, you're a towel. <laughs> you're just saying things. <laughs> He's not a, a Highlander. The Highlander is Connor McLeod of Clan McLeod. He's the Highlander. He's from France. <laughs> They're not all just <laughs> the immortals aren't Highlanders. It's just that one is a Highlander. Ramirez, Juan Valdez Ramirez is a Spaniard Gomez. from Greece. From Egypt. Egypt, that's right. Thank you, Sam. Greece, Egypt. The Mediterranean. Oh, the Mediterranean. See? See? Now that's that's George Orwell. Not George Orwell. George Gershwin. <laughs> <laughs> what the Orson Welles. Welles. <laughs> um, Orson Welles. Yeah, that's that's an Orson Welles. No, Orson Have Welles. You tried Um. Yeah. No. It, I think the movie is trying to be like retcon the fact that the Scottish guy with the Scottish accent is not from Scotland, even though most of this movie takes place in Scotland. Well, say or his Scottish. like spirit ghost, bro. Like, went to Scotland to look for him first. He teleported there. Yeah. He didn't shoot down through the... I don't know how he got there. I know, but Jackie's new theory may bust that wide open. Um, We'll figure that out at the end. Um, Okay, so he gets a new suit. Yay. Uh, Hops on a plane from Scotland to New York, and he's all confused about it, and like, oh, Jesus. 
we're all going to die. And that's now Jimmy Stewart is on this. Planet. There's an, another scene. So in this airplane scene, I made sure to watch this because after I realized there, we had the taste to cut out the wall bang. Uh, yeah, right, right. I wanted to see if they cut out his line of dialogue on the airplane where he's like, you know what they say about dark haired ladies? They like to sit on men's faces. <laughs> you think that's what he said? He, I turned the closed captioning on and turned oh the volume up. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's exactly what he said. And the Bond Company team saw fit to delete that as well. <laughs> Wait, this wasn't in the script. Oh, I didn't know the cameras were rolling. <laughs> I was just talking to this lady. <laughs> Because I'm fucking Sean Connery. <laughs> now, excuse me. I have a date in the bathroom. <laughs> Here she comes. <laughs> it's just so out of place, too. Okay. Now get out of get out of here. Slap. <laughs> Uh, oh my god, what a fucking loony guy. I mean, not, not like, don't be like Sean Connery, but Jesus Christ. It's a good thing we only made one of him. Could, yeah. The Earth couldn't survive two. Um, so Katana, he decides, okay, well, the Porcupine Brothers sucked. Um, why did, <laughs> those were my best guys. <laughs> that went completely expectedly. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was dumb when they came in and they looked like that, and I thought, really, I, I can't do better than these guys. But I said them anyways. Predictably, they died uh, pretty much immediately. Yep. I guess I'll give it a go. <laughs> the old, the old world, old college try. You know, you miss all the shots you don't take, and that's what I've been always yep. saying as a as a immortal from, I guess, a different planet or the past. I don't know, uh, but uh, hopefully, I can make my father proud. For once, I go and kill this immortal guy. He also shows that his sword can, like, get longer by yeah. button push. Right. And the Klinger, the, the Kilgore, from the first one, he had, a like, a portable Halliburton sword, remember? They've got bullshit swords. He had a Claymore that was collapsible. This yeah. is an, an expandable Claymore. Mm -hmm. Telescoping. The makers of these films don't realize that the best attribute of a sword is that it's just solid metal. Yep. That's the point. Get it? The point? <laughs> I did that. Uh, my dad's proud. Um, okay, so he, he then zaps himself onto a subway straight onto his face. Like, he punches through the sphere. We see that in this yeah. version. Through a building, through the top of the subway, and lands straight on his face. Gets up. Kills a guy just because that guy was just hanging out watching Godzilla. Like, he's just chilling. He didn't even talk shit or anything. He's just like, I'm watching Godzilla in my ITV, and he gets killed. Because. Mm -hmm. So he decides to take over the train? Yeah, he's Somebody? just like, he, well, first he just runs down slapping people in the head. Yeah. Like, he's just a dick. And then he looks at some kid and, like, shakes him down and is like, <laughs> Haven't you always wanted to? And the kid kind of thinks he's cool. He's like, yeah, that guy's a total dick. I want to be like him when I grow up. Mm -hmm. 
And so he's like, oh, yeah. And he picks him up and shakes him. He's like, haven't you ever wanted to drive one of these? And he's like, yeah. And then he puts him down. And the kid's like, I am going to be like that Not guy. Not today, kid. <laughs> it's my turn. <laughs> my turn to fuck up trains. Hey. And then he turns it to 11. So this train gets going 600 miles an hour. See, it goes up to 700X. We don't know what the 700 represents. We just see a dial that keeps going up and up and up and up all the way to 700. We can infer that it's 700 miles per hour, but I don't think it does, because... When it busts through the wall, it was going about seven. About eight, yeah. Eight yeah. miles an hour. It is hilarious, though. This is by far my favorite scene in the whole movie. Like, there's, a, there's like, people flying all around, because the Gs continually are just like... Oh, yeah. Oh, I got smacked by a wall, but now I, I'm going to get back to my seat. Oh, we're going fast again. Smacked to the wall. And, like, yep. they're... It's not like well done <laughs> where they like no. splatter against the wall. Like one guy is slowly like with his face against the window because he's smashing his own face against the side window. There's a lady with a baby who keeps like, oh, my baby. And then at one point I see the baby just flying through the fucking air. Yeah. <laughs> And There's a guy whose guy, head just explodes. Yeah, the guy. This other guy gets Mars face from Total Recall. Mm -hmm. Just cause <laughs> I'm going too fast. Because <laughs> that's how high speeds work. Yep. Oh my god, I was laughing with my butt off, and the whole time Michael Ironside up front is just going ah. <laughs> 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 I'm going fast. To where, I don't know, <laughs> but we're doing it. <laughs> yep. Oh, God. And then he just crashes through a wall and says, last stop. And that's the end of that scene. Mm-hmm. Looks to make sure everybody's dead. They are. Yep. Then he gives himself a gold star on his shoulder and he's like, one more for me, Mom. Or like the little wings that you get when you go into the pilot's. Of the plane, like he gets one of those because he piloted the with the kid thing. Never mind. Um, so McLeod goes to the Shield HQ and he meets his bro from a long time ago who invented the Shield with him, called Alan. Alan's just just this old guy. And, yeah. Uh, uh, he tells him Alan tells him that the radiation is normal, uh, but they got to keep it in secret because Blake, the evil big corp guy who's profiting off of the shield and maybe also selling oxygen. We're not clear on that. Um, doesn't want the shield to go away, but later Blake also says if the shield goes away, like to turn off the shield, it would take so much power that it would kill everybody on the planet. So how does that even fucking work? Little design flaw that you guys put into this one. So maybe I'm not evil corporation guy who just wants to profit off of the shield. I don't want the entire planet to die. So just because I'm kind of a dick, you can't, just unplug it. You can't just unplug it. It will take all the power of the earth, including life force. So just leave it on. Yeah, it's dark well, outside. Alan guy's like, well, that was supposed to be something that we had to make sure it didn't come off in an emergency. He's like, this is an emergency. Profits. Yeah. Right? It's yeah, so he turned on the fail safe so they did? couldn't turn it off without having to. Blake? Or Blake. Yeah, okay. Blake turned on the failsafe so they couldn't turn off the shield, thereby reducing the company's profits. So when Alan 
and super genius who gave up his immortality to be smart, uh, Connor McLeod of Plan McLeod, built their giant space laser system to shield the Earth. They also put in a can-never-be-turned-off system. A fail-safe that you could turn it. It would be really costly to have to turn it off if evil corporations were going to try to take it down for some reason, not use it forever for profit. Yeah, because Coppertone was definitely looking their way. Yeah, Coppertone's mad. Coppertone is gunning for S.H.I.E.L.D. Corp. And uh, that's pretty much it. Those are the only people I could think of that would be pissed off about this. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Yeah, it seems stupid. Um, but anyways, along with everything else. Uh, so he's like, oh, okay. Uh, how do you know? He's like, well, there's go to these coordinates and you'll see. Okay, but isn't the shield out in space where I can't go to? No, we'll just go, just go there. We'll, we'll you'll see. Um, anyways, Blake comes in. He's like, hey, I'm Evil Corp guy. You better get out of here while I'm Evil Corp around. Okay, I'll see myself out of my own building that I should be in charge of. But you're the CEO. I'm not sure what you do here. So what happens when you go public? Okay, then you just have rich people that tell you what to do so they can have more money. All right, but shouldn't I still be like chairman of the board, or I don't know? No, no. The second that profits go down, heads roll, including your own. I'm being escorted out by security. I'm immortal. Oh no. Um. So Katana, he takes the dumbest cab ever to his new HQ. I guess his evil lair. He has to have an evil lair too. He's he chooses place. the other wing of the waterworks building in Buenos, Buenos Aires yeah, as his right. new hideout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll come to me, uh, McLeod. Bah! Yells out into the streets and some guy's like, shut up. <laughs> Try to sleep. Yeah. Yes, and he fucks fuck with this guy's too. cab really hard. For no reason. For no reason. He's just a space dick or a pass dick or a smash dick. (laughs) Um, Oh, my God. Second favorite part of the movie. Ramirez is on the plane still, and he uh, watches an in-flight safety video. (laughs) This is very Paul Verhoeven right now. It is. It's so Paul Verhoeven. I was like, what is this movie trying to do? It's hilarious. Yes. Can't even describe it. But uh, he watches this video and then he looks over to the lady next to him and she's like, you know how I survived flying? By getting hammered. Yeah. She's like, what keeps this device from falling from the sky? And she's like, drinking. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, in that case. I don't drink, madame, but uh, I'll have a I'll have a glass of water. But uh, you go ahead and that's kick this back because she is she's insane drunk. She is giggling at nonsense. Yeah, she's drunk. Letting him tell her to sit on his face. Yep, yep. She's like, yay! Oh man, it's so weird. Um, also, he's on the plane for half of my fucking notes on this page. That's crazy. So. Flashback to McLeod's 
first lady, she dies of radiation. The one from the first movie, I'm guessing, his second wife died of radiation. We see her say goodbye. And uh, that's too bad. That didn't work out. And then Katana finds him at her grave. And as we know from the first movie, you can't fight on a holy site. And I guess her grave is a holy site because there's church guys there too. Um, yeah. And so he's like, uh, you can't fight me here, but I'm going to find you. And then he fucking Batmans him. Again with the Batman. Mm-hmm. Some guys walk by and he's not there anymore. McCloud's like, whoa, I got Batman. So he uh, he drives his, his uh, car, which is no longer a Porsche. But a Ford Galaxy? Where did you get that? I. What happened to the Porsche? I'm not sure. I think he just parked it someplace in the, where you're not There's, supposed to park and they got towed or something. Also, just a bunch of old shitty cars in this movie, even though it's the future. Yeah, right. And he in the theatrical version, they're like, oh, it's him. There's a narration of him just whining about how shitty things are. He's like, old cars last longer, so we drive them now. <laughs> so dumb that is really not true um and at no point it was he ever told where katana's evil lair was gonna be he just drives there he's like i checked the yep. real estate listings it seems this guy bought a plate this place he's not he's just squatting yeah right how did he know because he, there was a guy out in front with a big sword yeah on the um, building and he's like Shit. This looks like a Highlander type of place. Yeah, that, that, he, I'm the Highlander. Why would I call that the Highlander place when I'm the Highlander? There is only one Highlander. It's not there's only one immortal. Literally, I'm the only Highlander in the whole series, the whole franchise from the Scottish Highlands. None of these no, other guys uh, are the from Hulk the Scottish Highlands. Duncan McLeod is also a okay. Highlander. Well, he's not series. in the series right now. It's only me, Jackie. Cousin. It's only me. I am the Highlander. Not there's a group of guys that are called Highlanders. I am the Highlander. The group of guys are called Immortals. Is that clear? There can be only one or two Highlanders, depending on when. <laughs> but it's because that's where we're from, not our immortality. Is that, does that help make sense at all? Or are you just going to keep calling them Highlanders? Like most people. Okay. Um, most people are just going to call them Highlanders, yeah. <laughs> Goddamn Highlanders are cutting each other's heads off again. <laughs> Sons I mean, of bitches. Highlanders are up at it again. Goddamn yeah. clang, clang, clang. <laughs> clang, no goddamn decency in any of those goddamn Highlanders. We are immortals, damn it. Listen to Queen God, fucking shit up. <laughs> if another head rolls through this window, you're just going to have to go over there and Highlander one of those men and that you know what. The Highlander, gonna Highlander <laughs> yeah. him in the Highlander. So yeah, get head, him in the Highlander, honey. Headbutt him. I I don't I don't know what. Do you I, think I, that Duncan McLeod drives the Toyota Highlander? <laughs> 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 yeah, it seems a sensible vehicle for him. Yeah. Okay, so he walks into Evil Lair HQ, and some guy that's dead just gets thrown at him, like. Yeah, he just like lynches a guy for effect. He's like, ha ha, look at that. And he's like, that sucks. I hate you. He just walks I right will now walk it. up Janitor. all these stairs. Did you, Jackie, did you just say that that was the film's editor? Because that would be the most accurate thing in this movie. <laughs> yeah. 
No, I said he, he was He did that the to himself. Janitor. Oh, the janitor. in the film. <laughs> of the, film of editor, evil layer. Okay, okay. Janitor. Um, so he and Katana, they sword fight. And, uh, uh, oh, uh, McLeod gets, like, on this elevator, and the elevator gets cut off the lines, and he, so he goes down really fast, and he just ends up as a pile of man at the bottom. And Katana's like, oh, damn it. You're down there. I'm up here. It's going to take me forever to climb these stairs. I'm like 90 floors I didn't up. Take my, I didn't take my glucosamine today. The glucosamine. For my knees. Glucosamine. Glucosamine. It's a good joke, Jackie. You just jumbled it up. But uh, anyways, yeah. Like So then McLeod just kind of cracks himself back together and goes home. <laughs> yeah, so apparently they were talking about that being the most dangerous of all of the stunts. What stunt? He, He's green screen. He rode the elevator. No, that's prince. That's practical. He ran. They mounted, he rode on the top of an elevator that was going. It's going half as fast as it looks. They had some actual footage in the feature out of how fast it was going, but he rode that down untethered like a twenty feet or some shit like that. They cut it in twice. Like, I'm watching that, and I'm hearing this story about where they collided with, like, one of the vehicles, and he tumbled like a rag doll inside of the wire setup, and I'm like, seems more dangerous than riding an elevator at slow speeds. Yeah. So he goes home. Virginia Madsen's there. She's like, oh, hey, by the way, I live here now, or this is my place. I'm not sure who lives here. Um, and the room gets dark. She's like, oh, no, I have to go back in the dumpster. And <laughs> sure enough, there's there's a Highlander there. And it's Ramirez. And they're like, oh, good to see you, buddy. Let's spar around my it's his. It's got to be his place because there's antiques all over the place. Yeah, it's yeah. his place. He's like, oh, don't smash. And I thought the this. joke about the sculpture was great. Because that sculpture was super shitty. It sucks. Yeah. Coke bottles with wings on it. Not even, it wasn't even Coke bottles with wings on them. There were Coke bottles inside of like a, the thing a statue sits on top of, and it has wings on it. That sculpture sucked. Mm -hmm. Well, we didn't get to see it in the light. It could have been brilliant. Could have been. Could have said everything about Soda Society. Yeah. The artists really translated the voice inside their mind down into. Form via Coke bottles. Uh, just look at it and you want a Fanta. <laughs> you want a pop, pop, fizz, fizz? That's Alka-Seltzer, Jackie. It's a different thing it's for curing. Soda pop. Okay. Pop soda. Mm -hmm. Talk about soda pop. Talk about pop soda. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Wow. <laughs> that goes along with what we're talking about. <laughs> you should be in this movie. Yep. Should be. be one of the assassins. <laughs> she, should be, she should be a porcupine bro. <laughs> no, just like whatever happens after the porcupine bros is like just Jackie in full effect. And he's like, I give up. Why? Why are all my assassins so annoying? <laughs> all right. So that while they're sparring. They do acknowledge that Ramirez has been dead for the last 500 years because I remember that his head got 
cut off by Kluger-Luger. Yep. But the movie didn't seem to up until this point. And they're like, it's just kind of magic. No, it's yep. not. Your head came off. There's one rule. Your head comes off. You're done. Unless you're man married to a That's spaceman. Stupid. Yeah, because then it's a kind of magic. No, it's dumb. God damn it. Okay. It's a kind of magic. So Blake reveals that uh, he already knows that the shield is unnecessary. Uh, oh, and uh, we do the, he does the thing where I'm, you can't shut it down because it'll kill everyone. Uh, but then he's at a board meeting and Katana comes in like he's fucking Robocop. I mean, again, with the Verhoeven, this whole scene seems so familiar. And they're like, mm-hmm. uh, shoot him. So this dude just happens to have a fucking nine millimeter at a board meeting. He shoots him a bunch and uh, he's like, yeah, <laughs> plugged him. <laughs> that guy's dead. I'm getting a raise. And mm-hmm. then Katana comes back to life and kills him. Pulls his head apart. Does he? He breaks his neck, I think, just slowly and redundantly. I mean, it was like he was trying to go for the jaw snap, uh-huh, you know, but right. just couldn't quite get there. So he's like, all right, fine. Neck kill. It was one of the dumbest deaths, like power deaths that I've ever seen on film. Because the whole time Michael Ironside's like looking at this at the guy from Scrubs like, yeah, I'm fucking killing this guy. Like, I'm super powerful. But the whole time, the audience is just like, what is he doing? Uh, this isn't dangerous or threatening it's just like dude you're kind of just squishing that guy yep wow okay whatever uh so he takes over the corporation i guess and they send alan to a supermax prison called the max the, no so he's like i'm a partner now and they're like okay partner what are you interested in business wise like only the highlander and then john c mcginley is like Ross, you on that Highlander thing? Yeah. All right, we're good here. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah, look into that. Why does he need to be a member of the corporation? He's not going to... The corporation doesn't even know anything about the Highlander. They are not helping each other in the least. Oh. Oh, I get it. The Highlander... Oh, the guy that invented this company was from Scott. Oh, okay. That Highlander? Or do you mean... A different highlight, like somebody from I. There could be an, an infinite amount of he Highlanders. Gets there the next day, and they have four different Toyota Highlanders in different colors yep. for him to choose from. <laughs> and he's it. like, "I have to kill you now for getting me <laughs> a Highlander." But that's what you wanted. Yeah, it's we don't know what you're talking about, guy. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so Alan's been sent to this prison, and. Uh, I like also that she's Louise is at his place and she just comes out from around the corner and says Alan has been taken to the max oh yep Were, did you get on the bat phone that's in my bathroom because why would you know that she has never met this Alan guy in her entire fucking ta- life at all she's not like hey I'm on the phone with Cobalt HQ. No, we saw Cobalt get blow to shit. You're all that's yep. left. What? Well, yeah. But plot convenience. Um, so they're like, all right, well, we got to get him. And Ramirez doesn't even question, like, who's who's Alan? Is she your new penis 
face husband? I thought I was your guy. He's just like, that's, I thought this I was looks your like a job for the Highlander. Because <laughs> we're both Highlanders. <laughs> I, they're driving to the max, and there's a voiceover where Sean Connery's like, Hit it, dude. Oh and I'm my like, god. oh god. Oh, so stupid. Oh. Isn't he the one that says you're the man now, dog? Yeah. One of the worst lines ever. And <sighs> you're the man now, dog. <laughs> Stop it, Sean Connery. <laughs> you're not cool. I mean, you were cool, but now you're just an old guy. So be a cool old guy. But not like the cool old guy who's pretending to be to stop it with the dudes and the dogs, okay? Oh, you're one to talk when you're like, oh, it's fire. Just because I can translate 10-year-old, I don't fucking speak 10-year-old. I can just be able to know when they think something's cool. You are, Mm -hmm. you're just incredibly not hip. That's your problem. You're a total square, Jackie. Yeah, L7, grade A weenie. Gnarly. Yeah, Sam and I are hep, hep to the... Lingo. We're jive talkers, you might say. Yep, I'm gonna get some shoes so I can roll with the sw- shoes with wheels so I can roll with the Swifties. Yep. In their warriors gang. So they drive through security. They get shot like a hundred times. They even argue about it later. Who got shot more hundred times? Connery won. Just in case anybody wants to know. And they uh, put him in the morgue. Louise Louise was in the trunk, and she's okay. This car got fucking shot to shit. She's not. What's the plan? Why is she there? Why is she there? Also, the trunk is not bulletproof. She is as dead as them. She's totally dead. Like, okay, we're going to bust into that place. We're going to get shot full of shit, but because we're immortal... They'll put us inside and we'll get through security. What we do I do? See the plan. You, you're the honeypot. I think she's there just in case they get locked into one of those dead person freezers. Okay. And I, they, she might yeah. have to open the door. Yeah, that's not a sure. bad theory, but she doesn't. Why not? Wait, is this the dumpster of the car that I'm getting in it? Because <laughs> otherwise she would be like. Wait, okay, so we're just going to blow through and your guys' plan is to get shot a whole bunch of times? That means I get shot a whole bunch of times, too, and I'm not a Highlander, according to Jackie. <laughs> She's a Highlandress. I'm cor- quite Lander, Underlander, or mortal, as someone who paid attention to this franchise would call me. I will die. Mm-hmm. I will cease to be. doesn't matter if my head comes off or not. If I get shot a hundred times... I am an ex Virginia Madsen. Yeah, get, oh, you just cry me a river, bitch. Now get, get in the, the dumpster. dumpster. <laughs> <laughs> Okie dokie. Uh, so they split up into these tunnels, and it's. We have to split up to find him, and they just fucking walk straight to him. Oh. Yeah. Whoa. They don't split up. <laughs> and so, like, he's there, and he's like, you have to go to the coordinates. <laughs> oh, Alan's dead. No. Wait, why did he we come here? <laughs> gave him the coordinates. Yeah, he already gave the coordinates. Also, no, they were somebody... missing the latitude. It was oh, written on a screen. Right. 
Yeah. Nope, just just northern. Oh, that's a good point. It was, and he's like, nothing I can't remember. And then later, like, what's the latitude? He's like, I can't remember. <laughs> Not one bit. <laughs> I forgot that part. I have a perfect memory except for right now. Oh my god! Like, and they're not even busted up about it. He's just and Ellen does a great take that Ben Kingsley. He's like, remember when we built the space thing? Yeah. <laughs> great. Sure do, buddy. <laughs> Well, we gotta go now. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this movie sucks. Um, so they uh, reunite in this fan room. Oh my god, the fucking fan room! Uh, like it's a Indiana Jones style death trap. It's coming at him. It's gonna crush him, but also chop their heads off. And Ramirez is like, "Don't worry, guys. I've got this." <laughs> and they're like, "Okay, well, what are you what are you doing?" And he plants the sword in the ground. And I'm thinking, oh, "Okay, clever." I'm just going to lay down because the sword's so well made, it's going to seize up the fan. Uh, no, he gets, he has the force. It's like. It is more, it's more dumb than it's that. It's dumber he's than like, the force. He's it's got like, sparkles if, if coming out of his hand. It, most men waste their lives trying to do a little bit of here and there. But if you shave it up and someday you'll have the chance to do something amazing. And I'm doing it by standing using the force and they're like and then he opens the door and they're like okay well we're gonna go and he's like my time is done and they're like well you could just go out the door that is now open you could have just opened the door and not stopped the you, fan yeah, you could have stopped sorry infinitesimal percentage of your life force rather than Doing this no. and then stopping the fan and then restarting it only to kill yourself. My time is done. No, he yeah. he tinkerbelled out before. Yeah, there the fan is some glowing him. bullshit that happens right yeah. before the fans explode. And he's like, even Cloud's like, "Am I ever going to see you again?" And Sean Carter looks at him and says, "Depends on what the paycheck is for the third one of these pieces of shit, if it even gets made." Because I'm surprised that this one got made. Can't wait till 1998 when I get to be in laser butt. <laughs> this, this fucking eyeliner shit is stupid. Now, <laughs> uh, oh, 1996 is The Rock, dude. Connery's got some good things looking ahead of him. Yeah. Not this Highlander bullshit. No, here's the thing, Connor. I'm done with this crap. This <laughs> no. is stupid. You'll never see me again. Me, Nick Cage, Catherine Seda Jones's ass. Got a bright future. Um, yeah, so they're like, okay, we'll buy then. And then the fan blows up and he tinkerbells away, like Jackie said. Uh, they hop in this uh truck that's got a camper on top of it because that's something that they have at Shield HQ or the Max, uh, which is also next to Shield HQ. And before yeah, before she steals some prison garb, her clothes are like, she's dressed like an Oompa Loompa. Yeah, that's true, too. I didn't realize, I wrote down, what is she wearing? Because I couldn't figure it out. It was like, they're big shorts with yellow pants underneath it. It doesn't, it is odd. Yep. Don't forget it was the 90s. 
Um, so they're they're in this camper van, and uh, they're like, "Punch it, get us out of here!" And then Katana wanders out from nowhere because he's there now. Because in the previous shot, he's at Shield HQ, so they're just right next to each other, and he just steps in front of this fucking truck and looks like, "Aha!" Uh-huh. So and gets tacoed, and she says, "That was a- outstanding." Yeah. There wasn't a great way to do this because they shot this after the movie had come out. They actually shot this edition, the mountain chase. This whole scene is new. Huh. For this movie. For Renegade. I don't know how they pulled this off, where they got the money. Or why. Who gives the people the money to make a shitty movie shittier when the people that are getting the money have proven that they will allow the money to be stolen from them. Yeah, no kidding, right? So anyways, they drive out of these tunnels. And I guess this was like the Terminator thing where he's on the back of the truck. He got ran over on purpose so that he could latch on to the back. And then uh, now that you guys are out of Max prison, I'll fight you on top of a camper van. Yeah. Okay. What a plan. Yeah. Look, when he gets look, run look, over, well, it's like you know slow and it's dumb. It's slightly better than my goblin porcupine guys. I get it. I'm not good at this. All right, I'm I'm making it up as I go. Can you cut me some slack? I'm a I'm not good at bad guy. Yeah. What uh? What's your plan B? I'm gonna send you a pie, <laughs> and you might get indigestion if you eat too much of it. If you remember, I had artillery that blew up all your army, but I also sent in my army while blowing up. The, I'm 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 a bad villain. Not not evil bad, just bad. Bad. Terrible. I should quit. But I got to make my dad proud. Um okay, so uh they fight on top of this thing. This camper van and Katana's like kicked off immediately. It's not a good fight. It's uh, totally unnecessary. And so they drive like another 10 minutes from where he got kicked off from. Uh, and it takes them to the shield ceiling ladder. The top yep. of the shield is accessible via an unguarded, unpassword protected door thing, vault. It's just a fucking maintenance ladder that takes them above the shield. You can go up there anytime so, you want. I have a question. Why are the coordinates important in the least? Well, thanks for t- you could have just told me to go to the shield ceiling ladder. I we built the shield ceiling. You and I did. I put that ladder in by hand myself. Um Yeah. Could have just said go there. They'll go to the coordinates later. That's they, what really is a head scratcher. Huh. What? They, the shield After ceiling the sh- ladder walk is out not the coordinates? The, no, they walk out of the thing and they see the sky. Right. They go to the top of the ladder. It's above the shield. But you're saying that the shield ladder, shield ceiling ladder is not the coordinates? The coordinates they go to the later in the film? I don't know. Then I don't know where the co- the coordinates don't make it. They don't need the coordinates. You just go to the shield generator. ceiling ladder. Just go to the shield ceiling ladder. Go up there, which they do. Let's go back to the magic. They go to the top of the ladder. It's not a Magical. ladder to space. It's a ladder to the top of some mountains, 
and they go up on mountains and they're like, hey, it's pretty nice up here. So why did we build the shield only to the top of some mountains? Like, we do realize that a lot of Earth we killed by not putting the shield higher up if the UV rays were so bad that, like, Everest, I'm you know, K2, the all of Tibet, we killed all of Tibet is what you're saying yeah. because these mountains are next to L.A., or to New York. But these are just the Appalachians. We only built it to half the elevation of the Appalachians. Yeah. That means Denver's gone. Seattle's yep. gone. Well, no, Seattle's pretty low. Uh, I mean, it's at sea level. No, Denver just doesn't have to deal with all this bullshit. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Fucking Salt Lake. <laughs> pretty much all of Canada. <laughs> huh. We did a bad job putting this thing together. They're like, yeah, it's nice out here now. So I guess we can go back downstairs um, and I'll get to the shield control beam that goes up to well, the satellite. Here's the deal, Justin, mm -hmm. is they couldn't cover everything because let's just face it. Haters going to hate. So they purposely sought out the people they didn't like and were like, we'll just lower the shield in this part. And like half of their population will die. Denver. And then, yeah, in Denver. Okay. And I never liked the Casa Broncos. Bonita, Casa, Casa Bonita, though, was saved. It's not worth having to deal with the avalanche. The hockey team? Yeah, don't like the avalanche. I'm a Bruins guy, sea level. <laughs> we keep Boston. <laughs> Go Celts. Because <laughs> I'm a Highlander. <laughs> Why don't they, dude, next expansion team should totally be the Highlanders. It's a great team name. Why not? Do it. Everything, yeah. 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 In every sport. New Jersey and Highlanders. Just shitty. Yeah. Worse than the Panthers. <laughs> Gary Indiana Highlanders. Um Yeah, so also uh speaking of haters are gonna hate, fucking Blake's in HQ and he's like, hey. So I heard you got ran over, Katana. Uh, nice work. Uh, still trying to press your dad. Uh, seems like you're a total idiot. You don't know what you're fucking. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, this was. <laughs> he Talking grabs shit. his balls <laughs> and throws him out of a window by his balls. Only for talking shit. At no point yeah. was Blake like, dude, we need to do this differently. No, we do it my way. Look, I'm in charge here. And then he gets thrown out of the window. He just is talking shit. Well, what a real fuck up you are as a bag. Ah! <laughs> just keep your mouth shut, Blake. You don't even have any skin in this game. <laughs> you dumbass. Yeah. yeah, just let him kill whoever the Highlander guy is and he'll go away. Oh, well, how's that Highlander situation? Go. Ah! <laughs> it's so dumb. Uh, so anyways, they reach the shield control thingy. I don't know. It's just this light beam thingy that goes into space and hits a satellite. And somehow that creates a shield that's not in the ionosphere. Um, and the dudes fight. And McLeod, this fight sucks. Because, I mean, not that it sucks. like, But like in the grand scheme of fight scenes, this sucks. Because it McLeod, sucks. there's no real contest here. No. 
the general's been hanging out wherever in the past or on a different planet or in a former smashed earth. He's been just gripping snakes and not practicing his swordsmanship like yeah. Gregor Collar the Highlander. <laughs> Connor McLeod of Clan McLeod. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's a pretty easy victory for Connor. It was so bad that in the original theatric run, they actually took the fight scene that he rides the elevator down and combined it with this to make it seem more climactic. Yeah. Okay. Huh. So then, and then walked- everybody's like, what a gaff. You can totally tell that those aren't at the same time. Everybody that says that has seen this afterwards. Cause the first time I saw it, I couldn't, I mean, it's like, it, this is garbage. That's the thing that you're going to point out. So that's obviously two different fight scenes mashed together. Is it maybe by apparel? Yeah. So Connor or McLeod, he, Virginia Madsen's there again, and she sees him walk into the vortex of Earth Shield, and it blows up. Like, it, and there's a voiceover of of Ramirez saying, "The only way to take it down is to do it together." And so he just solos it. Like, yeah, like, whatever, Ramirez. I'm immortal. She's not. She's made of squishy stuff. Uh, and he, so he gets blasted with the vortex. Blows up the satellite thing that probably cost like eight trillion dollars. Whole built top of the building blows up, and it's like, dude, just put in an off switch, guys. It's pretty simple. What he really meant is right before he was supposed to walk in there, she'd be like, found it and unplugged it from the yeah, wall. No, she's uh, like, no need for that. God damn, dude. Ah, that's the movie. They walk outside and they kiss, and that's it. Yeah. Yeah, there's apparently a lost ending where there's like him suspended from wires going like, oh, in the magic, yeah. And then they both beam into space and go back to planet Zeiss together. Oh, my God. And it's lost, lost. Like, Good. no one knows where it went. Good. Put that shit in the bin. Put it in the dumpster. <laughs> yeah. Get Virginia Madsen out of there and put that shit in there. Okay. Who's got a question? Anybody? I burned through the... We haven't really figured out the uh, Zeist timeline problems, but here's the question I'm going to burn first. Mm -hmm. Probably my last actual question that I haven't asked yet, though the one about the timeline remains unanswered. Are they bad guys? The the Immortals or Ramirez? No, uh, specifically Ramirez and McLeod. Because... They're rebel been... scum. Rebel scum. There's no talk of oppression, evil government. They're just staging a coup. Uh, the general seems like a total douche, uh-huh. but he's carrying out the law. There is nothing supporting these men being just by this movie. They're just rebels. Yes. No, because I still don't. We got to go back further to even answer that. (laughs) What do you mean back further? Because they can't be on another planet. They can't be on another planet. Why not? Because I am standing by that (laughs) when Ramirez enters this film, is the beginning of his exile that they fucked up. They were sending you into the future and they sent him into the future at two different points in time. And Ramirez is sent to the future because if he, 
because the blue glowy stuff that he is like, oh, you're out of here, um, is the same visual that when he appears on the stage at Hamlet. They just arrive at two different times, and Ramirez is like, it's a coincidence that that the Highlander happened to be calling it for him anyways, because why wouldn't he teleport to where the Highlander is at? If, dude, we're dick on the face, bros. I come to where you're at, and I, I will whip their asses. Oh, shit. I'm in sky. I don't think that makes any more sense than being from space. It, but then how <laughs> is it that Connor McLeod of Clan McLeod is a Scottish lord? With a, like, a, he's a part of a clan. He was born into a clan, not, hey, dude that just teleported here from someplace. Our dad just died. You want to take over our clan, bro? I mean, he sucks enough at the beginning of the first one to be just that guy, but he's the leader of a fucking Scottish clan. His family, his father and his grandfather, they, we built these lands, you know? Yeah, but don't you remember in the first movie, they kick his ass out and right. they beat him up. But that would have to be after he was teleported from space. If he was exiled from some other planet to earth he would have to be that guy just showed up one day and then we kicked him out after he took over the clan and we were like hey clan and then it turned out he's immortal and we we're like ah demon it doesn't it, it none of, it doesn't line up that they're from space it can't not to mention all of Ramirez's adventures beforehand. Ramirez was alive like a no, thousand they, years before so, Connor. Yeah, that's why they're from space. They sh shot them out of space into there um, before the first movie. And then he just comes back to life in this one no, by, no, no. Uh, via magic request. Right. Or it doesn't make face. any sense if he gets sent from there to his exile here, if he was already alive for 2,000 years before he died. The only way this works. It doesn't work. The only way it, it works work. is if the boat thing and Abraxas is Earth when the ozone layer is depleted. During this small time, Earth is post-apocalyptic. They're like, uh, Earth is shitty, let's fight. And he's teleported into the future enough to build the Oh my god, it does there's no it can't there's make no sense. There's no planet that it works on. The only thing like that's where I'm like with the the retcon and where they're like, "Oh, we just made him from a different planet because what you had didn't make sense." It helps it make slightly more sense because it made no sense before. The movie It didn't need to Highlander make sense. Is perfectly though it barely makes sense. Let's keep that in mind that its predecessor barely makes sense. It, may, it might not make sense at all. But it does sew itself up in such a way that to have a sequel would require making a movie that doesn't make sense, and that's what's happened here. True. True. Or they could have just said, hey, the Superman 3 thing where he gets his powers back just because. You could just do yeah, that. Yeah, but being from space is just as dubious as anything else, but then slightly less dubious than what they came up with in the version that we have. So if 
all you need to do to be immortal, immortal, like, oh, I can get my head come off, cut off and come back to life. Don't worry about that. Is get gay married? No, they no, that's not. I don't know. Because then they did a magic ceremony. Yeah. Just do that every time. And then you're really, truly immortal and you don't have to worry about the there can only be one thing. No, there can be all of us. We just have to get gay married. I don't know. It, he's not immortal. Or he is immortal. There's no, yeah, lop it off. Oh, maybe I'll show up for the third one. This head oh, just it keeps coming off. We don't need to worry about the heads coming off. Yeah, you don't. It's stupid. It doesn't make, it's, the third movie pretends that this one did not happen. Good. <laughs> and then we'll have to do it because I think they're probably going to do something that's probably, probably dumber than probably this. Probably even worse. All right, let's. It's called uh, Highlander Three: The Sorcerer. I, I can see it on my. That. I can see it on my wife's face that she is throwing in the towel on Highlander Two. She will not try to figure this out, and I guess I won't either. I'm standing by that it's the, from. They're they're not from another planet. That's my theory. It doesn't make any sense. There's nothing that can make this make sense. Yeah. All right. Final recommendations. Let's start with checks. Do. Okay. If you completely ignore all the nonsense and just kind of roll with it, it's a, it's pretty entertaining. End of quote. But you just can't look too deep. Yeah. Don't look behind the curtain. <laughs> just take it at face value. Lady... It doesn't make sense. Just be like suspension of disbelief and keep going. Oh, Jesus. We look behind the curtain and there's a lady in a dumpster. Mm-hmm. I think I'll get in there. <laughs> uh, uh, Sam. Oh, wait, it's me, my, not your, it's mine. Um, yeah, also a do for me. I loved it. I loved every second of it. Uh, I just want to keep doing Highlanders for the rest of this podcast. Let's <laughs> have no other movies. And if the, we run out, we get more. We just get more. Just keep, just start over again. Yep. We'll just get more Highlander. Uh, they're out there. They gotta be. We just gotta find them. Um, I mean, shit. I if you want, if this is the bar, we can just find some grade schoolers to write us up a script. Yep. yep. We'll go make our own Highlander. Easy peasy. And then we'll review it and say this movie does not make sense, even though we made it. Yep. Um, yeah. Yeah. Total get, do. Total. Without um, a doubt. Sam. Oh yeah, this is steaming pile of shit, and it's one of the. I like that it's this version that we did too, because having seen both of them and that the whole world is like, wow, this is so much better. And I just watched them both back to back and I'm like, no, it isn't. It's not. The other one's shorter. This one's longer. There's not a difference in quality whatsoever. They're both dumb as shit. And like the I other one might be less dumb because it's shorter. And Ramirez is just kind um, of cute in this. Like, if he, the, the first one, he's kind of like a badass, kind of a bit of a dick. But in this one, he's just a cute old man. And you're like, oh, yeah, the second one's better than. No, it's not. No. He's what? a horny old man. It's telling women on an airplane yeah. to sit on his face. Yeah, he's a gross yes. old, but fussy. Like, he's kind of fussy. He's not a badass at all. Yeah. And so it's dumb as hell. It doesn't make one lick of sense, and it ratchets up the action from the first one by probably a, a factor of four yeah. times as much action, and Bullshit. all of it's dumb. Like Bullshit. This is just one of the worst movies 
A lot of people have this on top 10 worst movies ever made. And I don't think the uh, Renegade version helps that at all. It might mm. actually make it worse just because there's more of it. Yeah. And I love it. Yeah. I own it on DVD. Yep. I agree. Um, all right. Next week on the show is Jackie's pick. Jackie, you got something lined up? I'm thinking about doing the retirement plan with Nicolas Cage. Okay. But um, it's got a five out of ten. So not I'm gonna... Highlander three. <laughs> no, I think I think I'm gonna let you two tackle those. I I, I kicked us off with the first one. Um, but yeah, I think I'm gonna try the retirement plan. But I'm gonna watch a little bit of it first to okay. make sure that that's our pick. Test out. Because if it's if it's not like a really good Nick Cage movie, then I'm gonna pass. Yeah. Okay. We'll uh, test it out and see what uh, we think. And in the meantime, get to the chopper and go Detroit! Detroit!